Blog Talk Radio. This is Bustin' Loose in Faith. With none other than Apostle Dudley Tebow and Prophetess Lisa Tebow. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a broadcast that brings you word and encouragement for your soul. We want you to remember that you don't have no worries. All you need is faith in God. Bustin' Loose in Faith airs Tuesdays and Fridays at 6 p.m. Central Time. Now, without further ado, let's get into this broadcast. And may God bless you.
We thank God because he is an awesome God. He is a God that knows us all by name, the very hairs on our head. Just for the next few minutes, I want to talk about what you plant is what you harvest. This is concerning principle of sowing and reaping, of sowing and reaping, a spiritual principle that is already set, that God has already set in motion from the beginning of time. We thank God through the use of the Internet that we are able to teach and preach on a local level and be able to reach on a global level. Our key uh, scripture that we'll be using is Galatians 6, verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Brothers and sisters in Christ, we are living in a time and a season where people know, know about God, but it doesn't really mean that they are children of God. Sure, they are creations, because God has created us, every human being, from, the, from dust and have molded us into his image. But here, my brothers and sisters in Christ, when we look upon the sowing and reaping principle, it says, beloved, planting and picking, also a spiritual and physical law that is already true, that is always true. What you plant is what you harvest. Yes, what you plant and cultivate, you will harvest. Child of God, it is also true. In agricultural, in the natural, that you pick what you plant. But it's also but it is also a great spiritual truth that you reap what you sow. Yes, child of God, what we are today is a result of the choices you made in your past. Again, believe of Christ, what you are today is a result of the choices you made in your past. You see, your life right now is basically the harvest of your habits. The law of harvest can be summarized this way. Every choice has consequences, whether good or bad. Yes, beloved, you always pick what you plant. As believers of Christ, you reap more than you sow. Because seeds are very small, but they turn into large plants. Hallelujah. Over time, you may think that a tiny word or deed 
is insignificant, but it always multiplies and grows into larger consequences. So be careful what you say and how you say it. There is a harvest cycle that is true in life as well as as in agriculture. Here we see that if we sow a thought, we will reap an act. If we sow an act, we will reap a habit. If we sow a habit, we will reap a character. If you sow a character, you will reap a destiny. You will always pick more than you plant. When we talk about destiny, hallelujah, in a spiritual sense, destiny is what God has predestined or predetermined before we was even in our mother's womb, before we was born. God have already had our name already uh, established on on how and what he had predestined us to be. Yes, my brothers and sisters, what you plant is what you harvest. What you sow, you shall reap. You harvest what you plant, and you plant, and what you plant is what you harvest. So, child of God, spiritually speaking, the choices you make may not have immediate consequences. Sure, they may not. And sometimes they do. But there will eventually be consequences because you always pick what you plan. By the way, the law of the harvest not only applies to individuals, it also applies to nations as well. When we look around in 2023, even in the United States of America that we live in, people is running to and fro, gone to and fro, listening and being partakers of worldly actions that is taking place, even in the political arena, where the United States of America have a slogan in the God that we trust. When we look around and see what's happening in the political arena, as well as in the world as a whole, we see that in these politicians, and got together and approved same-sex marriages. They got together and approving more and more things that is ungodly in the eyes of God. The sin, now I'm not talking about the people, I'm talking about the sin that is more ungodly in these times that we are living in, that we can't hide from the exposure. When we turn the television on, there is 
scenes that come across the television screen where two men are hugging and kissing as well as two women hugging and kissing. They are trying to procreate this through social media, television, radio, even when you go in the stores and and look around, you see the same sex uh, holding hands and doing, uh, at first it was in the closet, but now they're all out in the opening. And we as believers of Christ, we as believers, but that God have raised up, it is time for us to draw a line in the sand and to stand up, to rise up for righteousness' sake and still proclaim that the God that we serve is still a God that has everything in control. So we as believers of Christ must put on the whole armor of God that we better withstand the wiles of the devil. We know that the, that that the demonic uh, things that we see happening is not of God. We know that according to the word of God, that God is still has a remnant of believers that will that will stand up and proclaim that God is still in control. You see, we serve a God that's a God that's very patient. That is a God that sits high, but look low. He knows us all by name, the very hairs on our head. So he gives men, women, boys and girls, an opportunity to repent of any sin that they are in and to get right, to come back in right standing with him. <clears throat> we thank God, excuse me, we thank God for Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. Because of Jesus, he became the ultimate sacrifice for all mankind. He became the one that was sinless, took upon himself the sin of all mankind, bridged the gap between God and man, and made a way for us. That's why he is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the one that have made it possible for us to repent of our sins and to come back in right fellowship with God the Father. See, the word says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Yes, my brothers and sisters in Christ, don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your family, your friends, your coworkers. All those that are still, hallelujah, living in darkness, that still doing their own thing. We, are, we as intercessors, we as born-again believers, have to stand in the gap, hallelujah, and compel people to come to the saving knowledge 
of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Regardless of the ungodly activity that has gone on all around us, we can still have peace in our heart. We can still live a life of righteousness in God's eyesight. Yes, we as a church, as born-again believers, God wants us to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world, for us to stand up and stand out in a crooked world that is plagued with sin, in a world that is steady to can each and every day of our lives. Yes, my brothers and sisters in Christ, what you plant is what you'll harvest. Talking about sowing and reaping. Here the Apostle Paul is letting us know, like he led the Galatians at the time, at the, the church where he wrote a letter, told them, do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. Don't be tricked. Hallelujah. God is not mocked. He's not made fun of. He's not, he's not the one for us to turn our nose up at. No, God is not mocked. And he said, for whatsoever a man, a woman, a boy or girl, sword, that shall he or she also reap. And then it gives a description to distinguish the difference between the flesh and the spirit. It goes on and says, for he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. So that's, this is only letting us know that as human beings, we was born with a sin nature. We were born in sin. And those that are still living in sin, those that are still alive and well, on top of the ground, and the ground not on top of them. As long as we are alive and well, living on top of the ground, in, in this flesh, we are liable to sin. In this flesh, we are liable to slip. Hallelujah. We are liable to go to, if we don't align ourselves, with, with God's word and in good, good standing with him, we can go back and be caught up in sin. You see, sin is all, all unrighteousness in the eyes of God is sin. See, sin will take you further than you want to go, keep you longer than you want to stay. But in the end, sin we collect his wages, and the wages of sin is death. It could be death uh, physically as well as spiritually. But we thank God that there is a way out once we give our lives to Christ, and we fully, sincerely repent, repent, and come to God. Just the way we are, toe down from the floor, and we acknowledge the fact that we need 
intervention on his behalf for the type of lifestyle that we are living. Bible says that according to Romans 10, 13, for whosoever shall come, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So this is all according to where you are in 2023. This is according to whether we want to hide behind the fact that we think that we all let. We think that we can make it on our own. There'll come a time when God will deal with you from the cradle all the way to the grave and all in between to bring you to the saving knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So child of God, remember this. What you plant is what you'll harvest. What you sow, you will reap. So, child of God, again, spiritually speaking, the choices you make may not have immediate, sudden consequences. And sometimes they do because you always pick after you plant. By the way, the law of the harvest not only applies to individuals, it also applies to nations as well. We as God's people must stand in the gap and pray for this country, the United States of America, as well as others. According to Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people, which is called by my name, which is humble themselves, seek my face, pray, turn from that wicked way, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal the land. Yes, brothers and sisters in Christ, we, we as individuals and as a nation, we need to pray privately as well as corporately as a church body for God to have mercy on this country that we are living in, to have mercy upon our lives individually, as well as collectively. So, child of God, what you will be tomorrow will be the, the result of the choices you may make, you made today. Remember, we're not, we not promised tomorrow. This is the day of salvation. If you hear his voice, if you hear through the teaching of the word of God, that it is about the condition of where you are in life. Don't harden your heart. Give your life to Christ in 2023. So brothers and sisters in Christ, be careful because selfish living leads to self-destruction. Selfish living leads to self-destructive. See, the word of God says the one who sowed to please his sinful nature from that nature will reap the destruction. So, beloved, to sow to the flesh 
means to ponder, to cater to it, or to cuddle and stroke it, and stroke it instead of crucifying the flesh. Remember this always, child of God, the seeds you sow are largely through thoughts and deeds. Every time you allow your mind to harbor a grudge or to nurse a grievance or to entertain any impure fantasy or to wallow in self-pity, you are sowing to the flesh. Remember what Galatians 6 and 7 said, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. This is why, again, that the apostle Paul started this verse in Galatians 6 and 7 with this warning. Don't be deceived. Don't be swindled. Don't be tricked. God is not mocked. This is a word that means not to turn up your nose at God. You cannot live. You cannot live in sin and just turn your nose up at the creator of heaven and earth, the one of the universe, and think you are going to get away with it. It is just not harvest time yet. Hallelujah. Remember, my brothers and sisters in Christ, what you plant is what you will harvest. Talking about the principle of sowing and reaping. Here in the book of Genesis, chapter 8, verse 22, it says, While the earth remained seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. Yet the promise is while the earth remains, seed time and harvest will not cease. It will take place. It's already established. A question may be asked, what is seed? Seed is anything you give. It could be your time, your money, your faith, your hope, your love, or your resource. Yes, believers of Christ, the most important part of sowing is it's from the heart. It's sowing is the heart behind the gift sword. So when you sow, be sure that you are acting as a good sower. Here in the book of Second Corinthians, 9 verse 6, it says, But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully 
shall reap bountifully. A lot of times when we quote that scripture, people think it only pertains to money, but it pertains to all areas of our lives. Hallelujah. What you put in is what you'll get out of it. What you sow, you shall reap. When you as a child of God give in, give in sorrow, there is no, there is no faith. So there is no return. So beloved, sow your seed in joy and you will reap a harvest, a bountiful one, a fruitful one. So believe in Christ. Get aggressive. Your harvest. Aggressive, aggressive means being forceful and assertive. Yes, what you plant is what you will harvest. I've been through so much in my life. Tried everything, but nothing turned out right. Then the master, he took my Love me for the Bible. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is good and worthy to be praised. We just thank God for each and every one that is listening and those that will be listening at a later date. We just thank God for for the teaching tonight. Amen. We just praise the, praise the Lord for the opportunity through the use of the Internet that we are able to teach and preach on the local level and be able to reach on a global level. And again tonight, we are talking about what you plant is what you will harvest according to uh, the principle when we're talking about sowing and reaping. Whatever you are believing God for, from the from the beginning of the year, we're going to stand in, in, in agreement with you uh, concerning what you believe in. It's in alignment with God's word and God's will for your life. God knows what he knows what we need, and he knows what is best for us in 20. 23. So again, tonight we are talking about what you plant is what you harvest. Hallelujah. Here in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 12, it says, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered, suffered violence, and the violence take it by Force. Beloved, a common misconception about the principle of sowing and reaping is this, that we sow the seed, then wait for God to do the reaping for us. When we do this, we miss a very important part that we are able to play. Yes, we sow the seed. And God gives the increase. But we are to reap or to gather the harvest. In other words, you must become a sower and a mower. I'm going to say that again. You must become a sower and a mower. In order to do this, you must become aggressive. Child of God, Purpose in your mind and in your heart in 2023 to become aggressive about harvesting your harvesting what is yours and leaving nothing on the table for the enemy to steal because it belongs all to you anyhow. Yes, the Bible says in John 10.10 that a thief come to kill to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. The Word of God also tells us in the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verse 9, and let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. A lot of times, my brothers and sisters in Christ, the reason why we fall short, the reason why we don't see the manifestation of what we believe in God for is that we give up too easy. We have to understand that, hallelujah, that there's a due season that is attached to God's blessing for our lives. A due season. What is due us can happen for us if we walk in obedience to what God has called us to do. 
See, the Bible says in First, First Samuel fifteen twenty-two, the B clause of the verse: "To obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fed of ram." So, my brothers and sisters in Christ, in twenty twenty-three, recall to God, remind Him of the seeds that you have planted. Whether time, money, uh, love, joy, whatever you have done as unto him and put it in his hand and remind him about the harvest, your harvest to be loose and your harvest in Christ to be loose in your behalf. Yes, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Put the word on it. Speak God's word, not to your word. Because, see, God's word is the, the word that has power. It has the power to cut. It has the power, hallelujah, to do what we can't do. It has the power to break through, hallelujah, the barriers and the obstacles that is trying to hold your harvest from coming in, from your ship coming in. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So remember, my brothers and sisters in Christ, don't be weary in well-doing. For in due season, for in due season, we shall reap, we don't lose heart, if we faint not. Your harvest is coming, but you must be patient. You must stand in the gap. Stand, hallelujah, with unshakable faith. Believe in God's word. Stand on his word. Because see, his word has been proven. His word through, through, through time has been established and proven. We as born-again believers, we're still in the process of believing God. Hallelujah to bring it to pass in our lives. So we must elevate our faith to the next level to believe God, that God will come through in our behalf. Yes, the Bible said in Isaiah 40, verse 31, but those that wait on the Lord, he shall renew our strength. We shall mount up with wings as eagles, we shall run and not be weary. We shall walk and not faint. So, beloved, waiting is the toughest part of the sowing process. You see, you sow your seed, and then everything goes silent on you. A question may be asked to you, saying, how can you be sure that your harvest will come? Well, a lot is really is really dependent upon how you wait, how you respond during your waiting period. Child of God, if you sow your seed in faith, you will you will expect for it to grow. So your 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 spirit of expectancy should go up a, a little bit higher in 2023, and you, and you will keep 
expecting no matter how long it takes. Because one thing we know, that God is not a man that he should lie, or the son of man that he should repent. If God said it, he will do it. God looks over his word, and he takes our heart to see how we will respond. It's easy to say something with your lips, but it's another thing to believe something with your heart. So keep keep standing. Keep believing. Keep expecting it to happen. And if you stay in faith, walk in obedience, God surely will bring it to pass. And the Bible says that every good gift, every perfect gift, come from God, the Father of lights, who has no variableness, or shadow of turning. A key is this, to make sure that your words match up with your faith. And once you have your word in line with God's will for your life, refuse to surrender for any reason. Do not allow yourself to become weary or to give up because it will forfeit what you have been waiting for for so long in order to receive. Yes, my brothers and sisters in Christ, always remember this, that harvest only comes in the right season. As the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, it says there's a purpose for everything under everything, there's a time and a purpose. Yes, so as long as you stay on the course, you are guaranteed to reap from what you have already sown. Yes, believers of Christ, one thing about God, God remembers. He remembers every seed that you have been sown or have sown. So don't give up on your seed just because, just just before the finishing line. Keep on standing. Keep on believing. Your harvest is coming in due season, in God's time. So believer of Christ, keep a watch on your heart and on your mind daily and water the seed of your harvest. See, the Bible says in the book of Psalms, 67, verse 5 and 6, let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. Beloved, Praise and thanksgiving are the language of faith. I'm going to say that again. Praising God and thanking him are the language of faith. Now, we know that faith, according to Hebrew 11 and 1, that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We also know that Hebrew 11 and 6 says, 
But without faith, it is impossible to please God. And them that come to God must believe that he is who he, that he is, who you say he is. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God will reward you according to your faith. Oh, yes, he will. So we need to praise God and thank him in advance for our harvest. Child of God, remember, we reap our harvest the same way we acquire anything else. It's all by faith. So our words of faith, it cuts down the crop, and it brings in the harvest. Beloved words are an important are as important and is an important part of the entire process of sowing and reaping. What you say is what you sow. And the words you speak today will dictate and will order tomorrow's harvest. So call in your harvest. Do it by faith. Child of God, when your harvest is ready, it will cry out for its rightful honor. So cry out to the Lord for your harvest. Cry out with a cry of faith. Proclaim and demand immediate action with aggressive force and passion. So release your faith and reap your harvest. What you plant is what your harvest, according to the word of God in Galatians 6 through 9. Yes, my brothers and sisters in Christ, as I remind you here tonight of Galatians 6, verse 7, where the apostle Paul Remind the Galatians, and also is reminding us as believers of Christ in twenty twenty three. Be not deceived. Don't be tricked. Don't be confused. Be single minded. Believe God. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also. A reap. So believe of Christ, you will harvest what you plant. Yes, we are reminded by, by the Apostle Paul, the sowing and reaping, a principle. Yes, beloved, the principle of sowing and reaping. It is a moral rule or belief that not only influence our actions, but it all but it is one that helps us understand what is right and what is wrong and why things happen the way they do. Yes, my brothers and sisters in Christ, here the Apostle Paul was concerned when he wrote the letter to remind them remind the church at the time that he wrote it to and to remind us 
that none of us are exempt free from the principle of sowing and reaping. It is a law, a moral law. It is a law, a physical law in agriculture. What we plant, we will harvest. So what we put in is what we'll get out. What we plant, we will harvest. For example, in the natural, you cannot plant corn and expect to get apples. That will never happen because what you plant will reproduce after its own kind. You plant corn, you'll receive corn. If you plant apple, apple seeds, you will get apple seeds and so forth. To mock God is to disrespect him, dishonor him, ignore, and to reject his authority as being God Almighty, the God of the universe, Abraham, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the great I am, the one that has all power in his hand. So, child of God, when you choose to reject God's authority and willfully choose a life of sin, you are mocking God. See, those who mock God will mock the people of God as well in 2023. So people of God, remember that the gospel is true. And yet still, today in 2023, many people around us are still rejecting it for the trap of belief in Satan's lies. Bible says in 1 Peter 5, verse 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, your cruiser of the brethren, your devil, as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking who he may devour. So, beloved, man can deceive himself into thinking that what we want, that what he wants to think. So people, some people can be as wicked and evil as he or she want to be. But none of that changes God's rule nor his authority over the entire universe, including humanity, because the word of God changes not. And the scripture declares that what you sow, you will reap. What you plant, you will reap at harvest. So, child of God, be very careful of the seeds you sow because the day of the harvest will come and you will get the type of harvest from the same type of seed you planted. Yes, we are reminded of Galatians 6, verse 8, where he that soweth to his flesh shall the flesh reap corruption but he that soweth shall of the Spirit reap 
life everlasting. So, beloved, in all we do and say, we are sowing, and we will reap the harvest we planted from. We planted from our actions and our words, whether it be good or evil. The question is, are you sowing the fruits of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance? Or are you sowing discord, division, deception, hate, envy, deceit, lies, and confusion? Behold, we all need to carefully examine ourselves so at harvest we will not receive in regret an unexpected harvest of separation from God in eternity. Yes, people of God, if you are sown to the spirit and not the flesh, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Again, tonight we're talking about what you plant is what you will harvest. We just hope and pray that through the preaching and the teaching of the word of God that you are, that you will consider what has been said here tonight and take, take what was said into consideration in 2023. There may be one or there may be some underneath the sound of my voice that don't know Jesus Christ and the Lord and Savior of your life. This is the time to get serious. At the beginning of the year in 2023, to get serious about your relationship with God. We know that in 2022 is over. We have crossed over. 2023, at the beginning of a year, and you're still here. God has seen fit that you're still here in the land of living. But it's time for you to consider what he has said. He has given every man, woman, boy or girl an opportunity to come to him. You see, salvation is a free gift. Bible says, well, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It may be you that are in a place, at a crossroad in your life. You don't know which way to go. This is the time to look deep within and see where you are in life, your lifestyle. Examine yourself to see where you are with God. God has given as a gift, but it's up to you to accept or to reject it. Yes, the gift of salvation. Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You may be poured from the floor. This is your this is your time time. This is your opportunity. Don't let it pass you by. 
considered. We won't be here forever. Yes, God loves you. We love you too. According to his word, we know that Jesus Christ is coming back for a church without spots, limits, or wrinkles. But will you be in that number when he come back? We just thank God again for everyone in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. God bless you, and thank you for listening tonight. Pray that you've gotten some information that you can apply to your daily lives. If so, please share the number 347-826-9424 with your family and friends and have them join you as you join us every Tuesday and Friday evenings at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We love to have all of you. Also, if you have questions, comments, topics you'd like to hear discussed, you may write to us at P.O. Box 92864. Lafayette, Louisiana, 70509. Again, that's P.O. Box 928-4, Lafayette, Louisiana, 70509. Address your correspondence to Dudley, D-U-D-L-E-Y, Tebow, T-H-I-B as in boy, E-A-U-X as in x-ray, or Lisa Tebow. We'd love to hear from you. God bless you. Have a great weekend, and know that God loves you, and so do we. We'll see you again, God willing, on Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. God bless. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.